Uh, welcome to another episode of Are We Rolling? I'm Kyle. Justin. Shane. Yeah. I was going to ask who you are, but... Don't. Yep. Um, but yeah. Uh, so, a fun week. Uh, actually, just before we were getting on mic, Shane had a fun Sunday. Oh, yeah. Vi- Vikings game and then random last-minute TLC tickets. Yeah, did not expect to go and... And it'll be a really good day. Yeah. You're uh, just how t- was TLC? I heard it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah, it was it was it was a fun show to watch. Yeah. Just say. Um I'm just sad there was no slideshow. Really anticipating. Yeah, it. that was uh, real that really was like one of the d- only disappointments on that show is like Drew Gulak walking out in the pre show and being like, We were cut for time. <laughs> they cut my PowerPoint presentation for time. <laughs> I only missed one match to get beer, so that was good. What match? Uh, the cruiserweight tag team. Oh, I liked that match. Yeah, that was, like, was actually, good. Yeah, I was like, that was actually a really fun match. Like, I, there would have been other matches that I would prefer to have missed, like maybe the uh, Jason Jordan versus um, you know, that guy, the, Elias. Yeah, I keep wanting to call him Elijah, and I was like, yeah, Elijah Burke, um, Elias, <laughs> uh, who Elias. <laughs> I I couldn't hear a word he was saying when he was when he was out there because he had the most heat in the entire uh, arena. Mm. Nobody got booed harder than he did uh, throughout the night, and that was from like straight from the first time he was out there too. Yeah. Well, well I I do like the fact that since it was in Minneapolis, the first time he's out there, and I think what got him the heat was starting it off with "Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today." Is that what he said? That's what he, he said. That's what he said, and I'm like, oh, that's good. I don't get it. It's the beginning of Prince, Prince song. Oh. Yeah, we, I couldn't hear him say that. Oh, really? Yeah, they were already booing him hard. and I, Yeah. Yeah, no idea. Um, but, uh, yeah, at the Vikings game, uh, Seamus Cesaro and Curtis Axel got a... Before the game, they do this weird clap thing. I'm not a Vikings fan. They do weird stuff. Uh, this weird clap thing to then yell skull a bunch. Um, and then somebody, somebody blows the horn to mark the start of the game. And uh, so... Seamus and Cesaro were doing the skull claps, and then Curtis Axel was practically doing backflips, blowing that horn. He jumped up. <laughs> he jumped up and made Seamus and Cesaro catch him in the air. Like he was like a kid at a candy store. He was freaking out. I bet he's a Minnesota. Kid. Yeah, he's a Minnesota yeah, guy. Well, so he's, he yeah, well, yeah, he's a Minnesota the... guy, and I know like he had T-shirts made of like Skull Axel Skull. Oh, he's yeah. a huge Vikings yeah. fan. I, so. I saw those shirts and I, I dug that. Yeah, it's like you know you're only gonna really sell those in Minnesota, but. Hey, <laughs> it's still a cool shirt. Yep. But the Vikings won, didn't they? Oh yeah, they they wrecked the Ravens. Yeah. Packers didn't win though, did they? Um, no, <laughs> no. Their, their quarterback only had like seventy-one yards passing. Oh, man, I mean, I guess if you build your entire team around one guy, things fall apart, huh? Yeah. Yeah. And that and that was another fun. Elias moment of on Raw when they were in Green Bay the line of that's a strong reaction of course anything is strong in comparison to Aaron Rodgers collarbone it's like oh good job yeah that was funny yeah we had a lot of fun things on the mic this week because between Enzo Amore losing his voice so 
Drew Gulak had to cut his promo oh, on Raw. Which was amazing. Which was amazing. Yeah. And then Arya had to cut his promo on SmackDown, yeah. which was also fun. <laughs> yeah, I love this. He walks up to the microphone and goes, <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, infect it first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Drew Gulak is the treasure of the WWE right now. He really is. With the PowerPoint shit. Oh my God. How are you doing? Yeah, I was like, just not. He's like, no, I'm not going to use any of the contractions. Like, how are you doing? <laughs> oh my god. Anyway, but uh, and then of course Shane got to see live the awesome AJ Styles versus his Finn Balor match. Oh no, I was getting a beer for that one too. Yeah. <laughs> You're an idiot. Oh, you didn't miss anything. No, yeah. yeah. I, I heard it. it was nothing special. Like, <laughs> no, that was great. Um, that was, yeah, I mean the the Oscar Oscar Emma was probably the second best match on the on the card behind the the Balor Styles match. Those two matches, live at least, were really amazing to watch. Uh, the main event felt slow at times, which was a problem in in being you know last on the being the longest match, being last on the card, and. Having already having a long day, there was a couple times I'm sitting there like, okay, I get it. You're you're all beating up on one guy. Can we not do this for five straight minutes? Yeah. Um, I mean, there were some cool spots and cool stuff happened, and it. it just felt long. But no, it was. I mean, overall, I I don't know how it played on TV, but live, it was a really really cool and fun show. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, because I just sat here and watched it, um, and yeah, it was it was fun. It was a fun show. Did uh, have you ever been to a live WWE like TV? Uh, the last one I went to was in '97. It was Diesel's last match. It was Good Friends, Better Enemies mm. pay per view. Yeah, the only times I was in the crowd for a live like televised show was back when WCW was still a thing. Yeah, I went to two Thunders and one Nitro. Oh, um, I had been to one Nitro for no, no, that wasn't a Nitro. I think it was just a house show. Actually, now that I think about it, I would have gone to Raw if they ever came to Fargo. But yeah, they didn't. Yeah, that was the thing. And like being, you know, even though it's only like forty-five minutes away, like at that point, like in high school, it seemed like Fargo was a long trip to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I gotta go all the way to Fargo. Yeah, well, I, I bet know. nothing came to DL. Yeah course not like i said there was one random indie show at a county fair which i'm pretty sure horse the psychopath was on but maybe i went to an indie show once when i was a kid i was probably like 11 or 12 at uh the racetracks of the fairgrounds in fargo okay that would yeah that'd actually be a kind of cool venue for it um i mean yeah it was just outside yeah um there's a decent amount of people there I think the Iron Sheik was there. Yeah, I can't remember who all was on because I was like eight at the time. Yeah. So my memories shit. You but, think Horace was wrestling when you were eight? It was somebody who looked like Horace. So Wait, you're like thirty something, right? I'm thirty one. Uh, so that's like twenty two years ago, twenty three years ago? It wouldn't be out of the realm of possibilities. So, so say even if I was like 10 or 11 that would have been 96 97 yeah I mean maybe so, yeah. I get, yeah I mean it's yeah because I think like other people I know in the area have been wrestling since at like 99 
Yeah. So if he's been, I think he's been around for a minute. <laughs> yeah, he's been. Yeah, he's been around a little longer. He's probably newer at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Hence, hence why he'd actually make a trip up to Detroit Lakes to do a indie yeah. show. It's like, well, got to get in my experience in. Yeah, right. that's true. Um, yeah, I think I, I, the only I'd been to one WWE house show. Oh, before that, not counting NXT that we yeah, went we to, did the NXT show, but um, and then yeah, one of those thunders. So, I've been to a few WWE live events. Um, there was a, a Raw and a SmackDown one that came to the Fargo Dome. Um, which was cool. The Raw one ended. Punk was the champion, and he was defending against Miz in a cage. Ooh. The crowd was super hot for it, too. And it was split 50-50. Like, let's go, Punk. Let's go, Miz. She just never thought you'd hear. Especially yeah. at that time, because this was 2011. Okay. Maybe 2012. Um, It was before I moved here. Yeah. It was. I think it was after I got back from Missouri. Yeah. From, yeah, it was after I got back from Missouri. But yeah, me and Devin went and it was pretty it was pretty exciting. Nice. Um Yeah, and we had seats right on like two chairs. I was two chairs away from the entrance, like ramp. So nice. everybody like walked by and I'm just like sizing everybody up. I'm like, hmm. I guess I'm that much bigger than me. Yeah. And then like Jack Swagger comes out and he looks like a built like a gorilla. Yeah. He's deceivingly huge. Like Yeah. It's ridiculous. That is a giant human being anyway <laughs> yeah um but yeah tlc show was good and then raw the next night all the smackdown guys invaded and the only people that put up a fight were the women and the shield yeah yeah everybody else just got their asses kicked yeah, everybody else literally everybody else yep just which there was one funny thing they didn't point out on commentary do you know who the first person to attack jason jordan was yeah Gable. It was Gable. Everybody pointed that out. Like, well... Well, they uh, finally pointed it out on SmackDown, but, like, the announcers didn't point it out at the time. They're just like, oh, look, it's just chaos. I think, like, on Twitter they did. They put, like, friendships ended, like, okay. shit like that or something like that. Um, I know, like, the internet was blown up about that. Yeah. That should have been a much bigger deal. It's, yeah, that, that's what I meant by it. It's like, yeah. that's weird that like that was just a, nope, it's Vert Roberts SmackDown. Because like, they could okay. have milked that a little bit too, where it's like, Gable could have been like, wait, wait, wait. Like, yeah. And then fucking and then, do it. Yeah. Like, that would have been pretty sick. Yeah, that would have been cool. I, I loved reading like the comment, the tweets and comments online. Like, SmackDown just turned heel. <laughs> yep. Yeah. <laughs> that's like all of them, and, except Daniel Bryan and Sami Zayn. <laughs> Yeah, who well who wasn't are, there already heal. Mm-hmm. Well, already heal, but wasn't there, so he wasn't part of that. Well, that would make sense though, because like Shane McMahon was leading the charge, yep. and Kevin Owens wasn't there either. Yep, they aren't getting along right now. They just don't like each other. They don't. Yeah, I mean, I they had a, a little beef. I mean, Shane McMahon fell eighteen stories from the top <laughs> of Hell in a Cell and died and came back. Yeah, Shane McMahon's Jesus, basically. He has died and come back again. more times than Jesus. Yeah. yeah. So, bigger bigger than Jesus. You heard it here. <laughs> Looking good for a guy that plummeted to his death, though. Yeah. And yeah. In, in no way should have survived that. Yep. But did. 
so a lot of people but yeah well not a lot but a few him there's twice, like four yeah him yeah. twice <laughs> from that from that high from up, that high it's up it's twice. just him well, yeah yeah because when mick foley fell off it wasn't it wasn't that high. Was like high six feet shorter i think every time yeah. they bump they like the pop-up power bomb like i was so nervous yeah because it's like if that breaks he's dead he's dead yeah like well, I mean, the worst part was uh, when they were up there that all the metal uh, bracers that was on there, like every time they hit one of them, like, you could see them instantly clutching whatever body part, you know, whether it was a hand or an arm or a leg, like they were instantly clutching that part. So you can see that they were trying to like avoid that at all costs, but it just looked, it looked painful. Yeah, like, it was, it yeah. was weird. Like they, it looked like they were trying to avoid that, but also, okay, we've got to hit this because we don't want to go through the cage mashing yeah mm-hmm. so so it's gonna hurt but i'll be alive yeah but yeah so is there anything to really talk about from tlc that we want to go over no kurt angle was back it tlc was cool. kurt angle is back um i loved all the the memes and all the posts online about him looking like he was doing a wrestlemania photo op with the shield it's like guys I'm here too. Yeah, the uh, the one where it said Kurt Angle looks like a Make a Wish kid whose wish was to make the Shield entrance. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, that that one was a little, but uh. yeah. <laughs> um, and then yeah, we've got all the wins, Bisbing, and GSP. That's coming up. That's next Saturday. Next Saturday. Okay, it it's next- the fourth. Nice. That's also Dillashaw and Garbrandt. Yes, it is. Yep. That is. I was like, there is, there is stuff to talk about. I think I got. Yeah. Finally, we can go back to talking about some UFC since I know you guys all love it when we talk about MMA. (laughs) But if you don't like it, they they like it. They like it. Yeah. I was like, we we talk about Stranger Things, but I still haven't watched it. I also haven't watched it yet. I haven't either. Well, I haven't watched. I haven't watched. I haven't. I haven't watched season one. I haven't watched any of it. Why? Who talks about Stranger Things? I've never talked know. about it. It's just yeah, a Netflix yeah, show. We talk about all here. of them, it seems. Oh, not that one. All right. So, yeah, it is November 4th, so next Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Main event, Bisping, uh, GSP. Yep. Uh, co-main would be uh, Garbrandt Dillashaw. Awesome. Um, then we've got Strawweight Championship match with Rose Namayunas. Uh yeah and um the name that i'm not gonna say because i always say it wrong um joanna joanna young jacek young jacek no young jacek yeah young yeah jacek just call her joanna violence joanna violence there we go uh we got wonder boy versus jose masvidal and johnny hendrix versus paulo boracina is all well, on the main card. Hopefully, Seems hopefully, like a pretty stacked card. Yeah, it's a yeah. pretty stacked card. Hopefully the Wonder Boy Matt fight is more exciting than his last fight. Well, against. his fights usually are, just they not when he's fighting are. Woodley. Yeah. They're just not good. Like, they're not, it's not a good matchup. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, the, not, it's not good when he's fighting another defensive fighter. Well, you got a super striker versus an elite wrestler. So... Woodley doesn't want to jump in because he's going to get kicked in the head. Yeah. Well, Wonderboy doesn't want to throw that kick because he's going to get taken down. Yep. So. Hmm. So they just walked around each other for three rounds. Five. And, uh, five. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Ten if you count both fights. Mickey Gall's on the prelim. 
Oh, oh good for Mickey Gall. Uh, Randy Brown. Oh, I don't know why I thought I'd know who he's fighting. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, he's still, I mean, he's, I, I don't think he's fought anybody since. No, Sage, he hasn't. But... He's got a, I think the prelims is kind of where he belongs. Like, he's yeah. a guy, you don't want to get too big too fast because yeah. then what's going to happen to you is like what happened to Sage Northcutt and yeah. what happened to Paige Van Zandt. Like, you get too big to be too big of a star before You're your ready. skills can really back it up. Yep. And then you, you, they can't help but have to throw you to the fucking tigers. They got to give you a real fighter. Yeah. Because people will demand to see it. And then you get your fucking ass whooped. Yep. And that's that's what happens. So if as long as you can gradually get better and gradually climb the ladder, fight your way out of the prelims, and then earn a fight yep. against a big name, not not force the company to put you in the position where you have to fight a big name um, so they can kick your ass. Like Yeah. And plus, he's like, what, 24? He's super young, yeah. Yeah, yeah. something like that. Um, fucking. 25. I was gonna say something. Oh, I don't think it's not on this card, but um, I believe it's been confirmed though that um, Max Holloway, the featherweight champion, okay. is gonna be def- his next title defense is gonna be Frankie Edgar. Oh, that should be good. Yes, I, I, yeah. I remember seeing that too. That should be good. I think that might be the next, like the December. Yeah, that's one. the next because that's in the Garden, isn't it? I'm looking that up right now. Or is uh, November in the garden? I think no, this no. I think November is in the garden. Yeah, yeah. Because two eighteen is is Holloway Edgar uh, is the main, and uh, it's at Little Caesars Arena in Michigan. Okay. Gross. Nobody likes Michigan. That one's got Overeem versus is it Nagano? How do you say that? What's the whole name? Francis Nagano. Let me see that. I think it's Francis Gano. That yeah, that's yeah, it's Francis Gano. Okay. It's just there's an N at the beginning, so I'm <laughs> confused. Yeah, that card's not as stacked as what else? Just run through it. Um uh Henry Cejudo. Yep. Uh versus Sergio Pettis. Okay. Um Eddie Alvarez versus uh Justin Gaithy. Oh that would be, be a good one. Yeah. Then Tisha Torres versus Michelle Waterson. But I do believe it's Justin Gaethy. Yeah, whatever. Michelle Watterson is incredibly attractive. Um, <laughs> yeah, that'll be a fun card, but I don't. You know, I I like Frankie Edgar. So, Gates G is, or, is the guy that just started in UFC recently, isn't he? Yep, uh, he TKO'd Michael Johnson. Yeah, because he came over from. Mm-hmm. And then he botched the backflip off the top. That's right. Yep. Twice. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> what what date is that? December one on. Uh, that one is December second. Oh, fuck. Guessing you're busy. I got turn Hassan. Yeah. But yeah. Um. So this, the upcoming one though. Uh, predictions. It's next. It's gonna be well next week. <clears throat> so my we'll predictions at, might be different than what I want to happen. Yeah. We'll yeah. start at the top. We'll start at uh. We'll start at the main event. Okay. So uh, who's your pick? Bisping or GSP? Uh, GSP. Bisping lost like every match that he's been in lately, but he still has. Yeah, but he still, out. but he still wins. This yeah. is the thing. Yeah, and it, I don't know. GSP is one of the greatest fighters of four all years time. Off, though, but yeah, that's the thing. It's like four years off, and Bisping just somehow always seems to grind out a win. Bisping's also just coming off an injury, and he hasn't fought in almost a year now. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, this is probably going to be the most up in the air fight ever. But yeah, 
I want GSP to win, but honestly, I think Bisping's going to pull it out because yeah. four years off for GSP, and he's moving up a weight class. Yeah, that's true. From what he used yeah. to be at, and Bisping's been fighting, you know, consistently, and since uh, um, Usada's been implemented, everybody that he lost to has been guys that have been flagged. Yep. So now it's it's just it's a weird coincidence that now that Usada testing is around and all of a sudden Bisping's pulling out all these wins, even though he got fucking flatlined by Anderson Silva and still won the fight somehow. Yes. Um, and it didn't get called, which is honestly just dangerous because yeah. that's he was knocked out, he was concussed, and he yeah. just let the fight go. But um, it, it's also at the Garden, so the commission is inexperienced with MMA. So if it goes to decision, they might lean towards the champion. Yep. Yeah. So I think Bisping's gonna win, but honest to God, I want GSP to win. Yeah, it's it's funny. Like with if it weren't for that hiatus, even jumping up the weight class, I would still go GSP. Four, four years ago. There's no contest. Like yeah, GSP it's GSP's it. fight. But yeah, you got those weird factors of yeah the the judging, mm-hmm. the hiatus, like who knows like it's so up in the air with gsp being off for so long i could also see him rushing in to try to make a statement and making a stupid mistake nah gsp's not a chance taker yeah not I, after his fight with matt sarah no because he used to be a more exciting fighter and then he got fucking knocked to shit yeah. and then he started playing it safe and wrestling and grinding it down and that's what i think his um he's gonna try to do he might go for a crazy takedown right away but i don't think he's gonna rush in and get starched yeah um, I think if if uh, Bisping wins, I think it's going to be most likely a crazy decision, or I don't know, like the ring rust could be real, and then Bisping could just outbox him and knock him out. It's not impossible. Yeah, but like the way it should go is GSP should win, and I'm. It's really it's just like, are we going to get GSP, or are we just going to get this dude who is in Captain America? You know, yeah. like the actor guy who's been just you mean Bartok the Leaper? Yeah. yeah. Is it just going to be a dude that's been chilling for four years? Are we going to get the fucking, like, GSP, the fucking, like, machine yeah. that he was? But, yeah, so that's what I think. I'm going to, my pick, if I was, if I was putting money down, I'd pick Bisping. And I'd be pleasantly proved wrong. Yeah. I'd be very happy about yeah. that. Yeah, that's the, 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 like you said, that's with who you think is going to win and who you want to win being two separate things. Yeah. Well, then how about uh, what I think is going to be the match of the night, Garbrandt yeah. Dillashaw? I think this is going to be... The, I, I've been... I don't think there's a fight I've been looking more forward to all year than this because, like, Dillashaw is my fucking guy in the UFC, so obviously my pick is going to be Dillashaw. Yeah. yeah. And that's who I want and who I think because I think... Although Garbrandt knocked out or he didn't knock him out. He won by decision, but he could have knocked him out. Um, Cruz, I think there's a lot of factors that go into that that made Garbrandt look like he's just this fucking god. Yeah. One, yeah. Dominic Cruz's injuries are insane. And in the um, I can't remember the name of what he has going on with his feet, but it's a tendon issue where it it fucking hinders his movement and all like Dominic Cruz's whole spiel is footwork. Yeah. So. You had and, and it was Cody Garbrandt's best night and Dominic Cruz's worst night. Yeah, yeah. Cruz looked like a different fighter in that ring completely than, yeah, than yeah. he normally does. And yeah. at the same time, though, when Cruz came back and won the belt off Dillashaw in a split decision, 
controversial split decision because everybody thought Dillashaw won, including Dana White, yep. who for some reason didn't give him a fucking rematch. Um, just side sidebar, I think if a title changes hands via split decision or anything controversial, it should be an automatic rematch. Yeah. But um, anyway. Because especially like that, it wasn't the highest drawing card of the year, but it didn't do bad. Like it didn't do bad business. Yeah. I don't know about the numbers or anything like that, but... Um, in my opinion, and a lot of other people's, Dillashaw won that fight. So Dillashaw beat Cruz when he was doing all his footwork and shit and all that crazy shit. But yeah. um, I think like Garbrandt kept his cool against Cruz, I guess, because he was uh, it was his best night. It was Cruz's worst night. I think he knew early on that he had him, but I don't think he's ready for Dillashaw. I think he's gonna get frustrated, and I think Dillashaw is way too calculated to get knocked out yeah well but the problem is we were kind of saying about the same things going into the dominic cruz fight yeah but dillashaw's not riddled with injuries that's true dominic cruz is and it was only a matter of time before that caught up to him yeah and it was it was cody that got injured that was the postponing of this yeah fight so cody's too, coming so. off an injury too a spine injury at yeah that um but even at 100 percent like no injury if we just pretend that never happened i don't think he can beat dillashaw i think the um who did dillashaw just fight um so like this this power puncher on the tip of my tongue uh lineker yeah um lineker was another guy that like although he's got more power than cody but i don't think he has the his technique is as as good but basically it was like that's the closest thing to cody other than cody and Dillashaw picked him apart. Just, it was embarrassing. He made him look like an amateur. Yeah. Well, and you've got to also remember, like, Dillashaw used to be a member of that camp. Yeah. So he probably has a pretty good idea of the strategy that Cody is going to come at him with. Too. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Like, he was a part of Team Alpha Male. He was there for a while, too. Um, he knows how they operate. He knows how they think. Um, but he picks they, all of them apart. Yeah, they don't know how uh, how Dillashaw thinks. Like, all they have is what they remember from Alpha Male. But he, obviously, he left Alpha Male so he could be different. Yep. And it won, you know, won him a title. But yeah, I I just think this is gonna go all Dillashaw, and I think it's a long overdue. Yeah. Crowning like he's the guy that should have been champion this whole time. Yeah. yeah I think Dillashaw wins. I think I think it goes to decision though. It'll probably go to decision. Yeah. Um. I mean, but it'd I be think, nice, but I think he overwhelmingly, yeah, would, yeah, because like, he's gonna take four rounds. Yeah, because Garbrandt's a tough son of a bitch. Yeah, like, but he's, yeah, but he's still fairly unproven. I mean, that no, yeah, no, but that's that's why I'm saying fights. like, no, like why fights. why I think it could go to decision is because I don't see either guy. Well, I don't I don't see TJ finishing Cody, but if there is a finish, it would be Cody knocking TJ out. Yeah, I mean, most likely, it's. I don't think it's impossible for Dillashaw to. I mean, I don't think Dillashaw is going to catch him and just flatline him. Yeah. If he gets a finish, it's going to be a TKO. Yep. Uh, or a submission, he could he could submit him. Yeah. But, I mean, Garbrandt's wrestling is really good too. But I don't mm-hmm. know how good it is compared to Dillashaw because all we really see of Garbrandt is his striking. Yep. But he is he does have that wrestling in his back pocket too. But I think Dillashaw is still going to pull it out. And that's who I want to win, and that's who I think is going to win. And if I'm wrong, I'm going to be furious. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, it's going to be scary mm-hmm. if you're wrong. So that was November 4th, correct? Yep. Okay. Good, because I have a show next? on the 3rd. Uh, one of Violence versus Rose Namayunas. Namayunas. You want a young JJX winning the shit out of that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, she's going to destroy. <laughs> yeah, it was like, there's much to talk about on that <laughs> yeah, one. It's like, yeah. It's like, you, you don't bet against her anymore. No. Uh, Wonder Boy versus Jorge Masvidal. I don't know. I'm probably going to say Wonder Boy. But yeah. I haven't seen much of Masvidal. Yeah, same, same thing. Like, I'm not. Yeah, I'm gonna go Wonder Boy. Mm-hmm. I'm just trying to look to see if there's anything in Masvidal's bio here that tells me differently. But yeah, he's got 44 fights, 32 and 12. I think, yeah, it's a lot of fights. That that's is, yeah, that's like that's a lot of damage too. Then, uh, so yeah, I'm gonna say Wonder Boy, but I don't know much about Masvidal. Um, last one on the main card: Johnny Hendricks versus. Paulo Boracina. I don't know who that guy is, but I yeah. think he's gonna win. <laughs> yeah, Johnny he Hendricks hasn't. Johnny Hendricks hasn't had a good streak going lately. No. Yeah, and and the Paulo guy is undefeated. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he's probably gonna win. Uh, yeah. Nine nine wins by knockout, one by submission. Ten and zero. So, so. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. I think he's gonna win. I think he's gonna win in the first round. But yeah, that's the card. Well, yeah. it sounds good. I'm excited for yeah, it. Yeah, I am too. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's a, it's a fun episode. Uh, yeah, we just uh, kept it kind of short and sweet. This kept time. it kind of short and sweet because yeah, there wasn't a super load of stuff to talk about. Oh, Freddy Krueger came out and did. Yeah, I was, I was going to say like we were, we would have we were going to record last night, but Dustin spent a night with Freddy. Yeah, mm. just it sounds weird when you say it that way. Well, at least it wasn't five nights. I was Freddy. awake. Yeah, that's good. I but was Freddy. Yeah, yo, of course you were Freddy. He's so fucking oh, so role played. He's a beast in that game. I, like, I don't probably fucking none of you have played Dead by Daylight, but I'm gonna talk about it anyway. Yeah, I've talked about it before. So if you remember, it's four survivors, one killer. You gotta you gotta power five generators and open the exit doors and escape. That's what you gotta do to win to be the killer. You kill kill everybody before they yep. do that, and you kill them by sl- hitting them twice and then hanging them on a hook until they get sacrificed and survivors can save you from the hook but if you get hung again then it's let then like you if you get hung a third time you're dead automatically first time you could struggle off it's like a five percent chance to struggle off the hook or yeah. somebody could come grab you um second time you're hung um, you just have to keep tapping the space bar to struggle to keep the thing from grabbing you. And if you fucking fuck up or switch hands and you don't do it right, you can get sacrificed. Third time, you just die. So okay, that's the basic gist of it. Each killer has like different abilities. And the way what Freddy does is obviously he pulls you into the dream world. Okay, I was going to say, I'm like, how are they going to do Freddy in that game? Yeah, so you, when you're the survivor, you don't see Freddy at all. Oh, that's scary. I like it's that. It's scary. Oh, weird. And the way you know Freddy's there, you, you hear the... Oh, nice. Like, you hear that throughout the throughout the match, but it gets louder when he's near you. And then... But you can't see where he's at. Okay. He could be standing right there just staring at you. And then you right-click. You do your ability where you, sh- like, you hold your hand out and, like, you see a little beam come out and you, like, pull him into the dream world. And then you see there's a short transition of maybe like three to five seconds and you can have you can get add-ons to shorten that time if you're okay. Freddy. yeah but like you get a glimpse of freddy like you see him and then he disappears and then you got to run because once that transition happens you're in the dream world and uh then freddy can fuck you up 
And okay. the only way to wake up and get out, like, Freddy can't hit you if you're not in the dream world. Okay. You have to be in the dream world for him to hit you. Yep. So the only way to wake up is for another survivor who's awake to wake you up, because a sleeping survivor cannot wake you up. Um, okay. Even though you're still sense. running around, but you're asleep. Yeah. Like your head's oh. like tilted. <laughs> it okay. looks ridiculous. So you're sleepwalking, basically. Basically, okay. yeah. Um, but to wake up, so you got to have a living sur- or a, a awakened survivor wake you up, or you have to fail a skill check. And skill checks are like you're fixing a generator. You'll get a quick time event of like a circle with a bar running around it, and you have yeah. to get it into this like area, hit space bar, and you get a a skill check if you fail it the generator explodes and it okay. pings the map for the killer so he knows you're over there okay but if you don't have a survivor around you to wake you up you have to fail a skill check and let the let him know where you're at because oh. the explosion will wake you up okay so, that makes sense or if you're healing yourself and you fuck up like that wakes you up too so anything that has a skill check wakes you up but it, the catches is it lets the lets them know lets where the you're at know where you're at yeah um and that's pretty much it so yeah, it's interesting mechanic. It's it's definitely he's very different to anybody else that's in the game because so far this game's crazy. They have Michael Myers was the first like licensed franchise killer. Then they added Leatherface, and then now they added Freddy. And unfortunately, I mean it's not unfortunate because I like the Friday the Thirteenth games, but that means Jason's not going to be yep. in the game. Yep. And it would have been cool to have a game with everybody in it. Yeah, yeah. So I and I'm kind of curious. I'm like, who's next? Like, what are they going to do now? Chucky. <laughs> They could do Chucky. They it's could, that would be yeah. A I was weird like, one, but. it would be weird, but I think you could. He'd be really hard. Yeah, it would be really hard to play as him and to run from him because you wouldn't be able to see him. Yeah, yeah. Well, because the the good thing with the so does the Dream World look any different than yeah? Than it's, the... it's like blurrier. Okay, and there's like shit floating around. Okay, because um, then then you can get more. And it's brighter, I think. Okay, because then you can get your weirder characters say like a pinhead or something like that you could do pinhead yeah um like of the of the big like horror icon Candyman. you could do candy man could, could cool. do candy man that would be cool um candy man would be interesting um yeah the whole aspect of dead by daylight being able to add actual horror icons uh, to the game makes me just know that that's the one that's going to outlast out of the out of the two. Mm, um, I don't know. Friday's Friday Thirteenth's a more in depth version of it. Yeah, and they ju- they're adding a new game mode coming up. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, I was just wondering because Friday Thirteenth's got to try a little bit harder to drum up more interest um, as things change. Because like Dead by Daylight, if people start to lose interest, you just you can add a, another character. You can add another not or, exactly or a villain. I mean, because the, the the big complaint about Dead by Daylight is this thing called gen uh, gen rushing, like generator rushing, which means you could fix all the generators incredibly fast if the killer is not playing super aggressively and super asshole-ish. So the compl- the big complaint about Dead by Daylight is that the only thing the survivors really are supposed to be doing is the generators. Um. So it's just a it's just a bitch. So it advocates the killer to hook you and then camp you so people can't save you. That makes it not fun for the survivors, makes it not fun for the killer. Because mm-hmm. um, if you spend too much time chasing one survivor, the other ones are just popping generators. Yeah. Uh, so basically there's only one way to escape in that game. In Friday the 13th, there are multiple ways to get out. There are two cars to fix or a boat or the phone um, or surviving for 20 minutes. So there's multiple things to do and the game doesn't end as fast. Um, so yeah but the catch is too like also the survivors are really 
favored in Dead by Daylight. It's harder for the killer to kill everybody than it is for the survivors to escape. In Friday the 13th, it's harder to get away. Okay. So, like, also, if the killer's after me in Dead by Daylight, I can handle the killer by myself easily. Just juke him around, like, windows and pallets that you can drop. Um, I can I can take care of the killer alone and let my team pop generators, where if Jason's after you, once he touches you, you're, you're pretty much dead. Hmm. Unless you have a pocket knife, because he picks you up and can kill you instantly. If you have a pocket knife, he'll stab him in the neck, and it, it'll give you, like, another 30 seconds, maybe, until he probably catches you again. So, gameplay-wise the Friday the 13th one is more in depth and just yeah. a better overall game probably um, I mean it's really depending what you're looking for it's like some days I want to play Call of Duty some days I might want to play Battlefield or Rainbow Six yeah yeah one that's a little more tactical maybe has some more objectives like Battlefield is like more like it's a little more of a realistic mechanic I mean not saying it's realistic but more so than Call of Duty you know there's bullet drop there's like wind there's you know capture bases get kills get objectives do this shit do that shit call of duty's pretty much just fucking kill everybody and get out um that's kind of the comparison i make with dead by daylight and friday the 13th like they're similar but they're di- they're very different like if you're good at dead by daylight does not mean you're gonna be good at friday the 13th and vice versa okay that's cool yeah just like if you're good at call of duty you're not gonna be good at battlefield not necessarily so um so yeah i mean or it's like comparing like Mortal Kombat to like Marvel versus Capcom. Like both fighting games, got it. Astronomically yep. yeah. different. That makes a lot yeah. more sense to me than the uh, Call of Duty reference one, mm-hmm. just because I never really played those games. But... Yeah, or I'm yeah. trying to think of like a super like in depth fighting game. Maybe Marvel versus Capcom is probably the most like because there's just so much shit going on. Yeah, yeah, because but... it's like it feels like I'm better at marvel versus capcom than i am at mortal kombat well yeah. i never really got used to marvel versus capcom so i'm not i not tried good at it. it i never i couldn't even fathom getting good at that game yeah. Yeah. like i went online and just got fucking mollywopped yeah on mortal in mortal kombat and injustice which are very similar to one another yeah. um it's a different story like i'm, I'm pretty good at those games yeah. so but yeah that's it they're they're different so like who's to say which one's gonna outlast the other one um character variety obviously the favors in dead by daylight's corner because i could go on and i can be leatherface i can be michael myers i can be freddy krueger i can be another uh, they have a lot of original killers in there too there's the huntress there's the hillbilly which was the leatherface character before they added leatherface um there's the trapper fucking wraith a nurse and the shock doctor so those are all original killers in the hag too like a little swamp lady okay um and they all have unique abilities and stuff but what it comes down to it is like you just kind of throwing makeup on um a thing where it's still the survivors are just getting generators and opening doors like that's yeah i was like the game that's the nice thing like you said that friday the 13th is coming out with a new gameplay mode whereas yeah like that was i was excited when you said like they've got freddy but it's like well you still gotta kill him the same exact way yeah with the sacrificing and that stuff so if you're looking for more of like I think like Dead by Daylight could be more of like an adrenaline rush, like because you're running around, you're juking the killer, you can have the killer on you and hit him with pallets, and that that can be more fun. Where juking Jason is just straight up stressful, like yeah. it's just hard. Yeah, um, I can see that. And like if he chases you long enough, he will catch you. Like it's just basically it's up to him who he wants to kill. If you know maybe it's taking a little too long to catch this guy, and you want to fucking stop them from getting in the car, you can do that. But that doesn't mean you're safe. That just means he might get you later you know 
and he finds people very easily where in dead by daylight it can be harder to find people so i mean i think we always live in a world where you have to pick one like you have to drink pepsi or you have to drink coke i like both of them yeah you know um i don't get mad when they have one yeah like i like both of them just fine and i like dead by daylight and i like friday the 13th like pretty equally to one another and uh oh by the way friday the 13th is on sale half off on steam so nice if you're gonna grab it now's the time to grab it uh and that's just in time because they added the part four dlc pack which is free so you get part four jason and the new map and then uh i believe a new survivor they just added another new new survivor and then this new game mode that's coming out so they they got ideas and stuff they're they're spicing up the game still the only thing is, is that there are you ever gonna get a new killer? No, it's just gonna be Jason. Yeah, yeah. Or different you'll versions. You get new skins. Yeah, yeah you'll different. get new skins well, for Jason. But yeah, they have different perks. Yeah. Like part two, Jason plays a lot different than part eight, Jason. Mm-hmm. And yeah. So, but. Part eight, Jason's better at uh, defending against roundhouse kicks and punching heads off. Yeah, there is the punch the head off kill in the game. Nice. Yeah. He never took a roundhouse kick. Didn't the didn't the guy do the roundhouse kick on him? He was a boxer. Yeah, he was a boxer. I'm misremembering everything here. The roundhouse kick. You're, are you thinking about... You mean the breakdancer? Are you thinking of Busta Rhymes kung fu fighting I Michael am, Myers? I am thinking of Busta Rhymes kung fu fighting Michael and Myers. piece of shit fucking Halloween resurrection. Oh. Uh, yep. yep. Which, which will be retconned out of the continuity once they reboot the series at Halloween 2. Yeah, they're retconning yeah. everything out, so... Nope. Yeah. Not the first movie. Yeah, well, okay, yeah. The, yeah. So the first movie's still there, but... We already bitched about this. Yeah, we, we yeah, I was like, we bitched about that last stuff. More convoluted, sto- like Halloween's got a more convoluted timeline than fucking X Men. Yeah. Which actually involves time travel. Yeah, I was yeah. say X Men's pretty convoluted. I mean, just just so we're, no, just just the X Men movies. Yeah, just so we're all oh, got it. Okay, yeah, just so we're all on the same page. They're sequeling the original movie from 1978 after it's been rebooted twice. No, it's been rebooted. Well, yeah. But they're sequeling the original, not the reboot. Yeah. Yep. So, and they're they're taking all the sequels out, which has happened already with Halloween H2O. They took all the sequels out after Halloween 2. All those just didn't happen, they decided. And then, yeah, so. And Halloween 3, fuck you. That's what that is. Yeah. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody likes Season of the Witch. People like it, but... It shouldn't have been called. It should have just been called Season of the Witch, not yeah. Halloween Season of the Witch. But yeah. I've already talked about this forever. Uh, I mean, a bunch of times. But Halloween was supposed to be an anthology series, so yep. each year a yeah. Halloween movie was going to be different than it wasn't. Yeah. Good. It was like Final Fantasy. Like they're not related. Yeah, yeah. Just so happened that one and two were a two-part movie. Yeah. No. The 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 best part about the legacy of Halloween Season of the Witch is the fact that they named an AIW show after it. What was it called? Just AIW season of the witch. Yeah, it's their it's their like fall like annual show. Oh, so it's a it's, yeah, it so wasn't a one and done. That's just no, it's called. yeah, it's like that's that's what they're calling it now. So that's awesome. Anyway, but, yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, you can find all my stuff at knockedoutentertainment.com dot com, knocked out films on Instagram and Twitter. Yep, and I am at the scott story on twitter instagram facebook and pro wrestling tees.com slash scott story to buy my brand new friday the 13th inspired t-shirt no final chapter you can also buy it from me at shows on that too yeah i'm good you good <laughs> yeah which speaking of shows you're at 
Um, oh yeah, yeah. Some wrestling tomorrow. Up- upcoming events. Saturday the twenty eighth, I will be in Force Lake for MIW's fi- the final chapter, which it's not because I'm never ending. Um, and my T-shirt straight up says no final chapter, so they didn't think on that one. Um, <laughs> but it will be the final chapter for JD Banded when I take my championship back. Yo, bitch, it's coming home. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> Force Lake tomorrow or Saturday, eight o'clock. Sweet. All right. Bye. Yeah, yeah. Oh, bye. Oh, I'm in charge of this. Ending this is awkward. Yeah.